Welcome to the Female Startup Podcast, the podcast that helps the woman behind the business. It's focused on helping you to develop the strategies that you need to become more visible in your business, increase your confidence, attract your clients, and make an impact with the work that you do. When everybody is telling you all of these different things that you should be doing in your business, how do you know who to listen to? How do you know how to trust your own instincts and actually not take the advice of somebody who may have lots of experience, but trust your own instincts and trust your own decisions? As a new business owner, it's really difficult to suddenly be in this role where you are the sole decision maker. There is nobody else to tell you what to do. There is nobody else to hold you accountable unless you've kind of hired somebody to help you to be accountable or you're in some kind of accountability group. For the most part, you have to make all of the decisions by yourself. Now, that can be really difficult if you're not used to making decisions for yourself. If you are are working in a, if you've got a part-time job or a full-time job, and you're used to people giving you instructions, people telling you what to do, other people making those decisions and then filtering them through you, and you're doing that in your day job, it's really difficult to then make the adjustment in your business to be the person who then has to make the decisions. And that's what I want to talk about on this episode. I want to help you to make the right decisions decisions for your business. Because like I said, there are going to be so many different people who are telling you all of these things that you should be doing in your business. And I want to help you to create a process so that you can filter that information and decide for yourself, is this the right decision for me? So one of the reasons that this came about is because I was watching a video on Facebook, I think it was, and it was a coach. And she recorded this video where she was talking about, you know, this is the one thing that you need to do if you're going to hire a virtual assistant. And I wanted to listen because I'm thinking about hiring a virtual assistant next year. And she said, the one thing that you absolutely have to do, that you should do, that you must do if you're going to hire a virtual assistant is that you need to have this particular project management system called ClickUp. Now, there are lots of other project management systems on the market. And a project management system is a system where you can assign tasks to people, you can add dates, and you can filter by due date for when something is due. You can organize things between how much of a priority it is. You can kind of see at a bird's eye view exactly what is going on with a particular project, who is assigned to do what, and when each task needs to be done, and what the bigger picture is. So that's basically what a project management system will allow you to do. Now, the thing is, there are lots of other systems on the market that will help you to do that. But this particular coach was saying, was not recommending, was saying, you should, you need to have this particular system of ClickUp. Now, I had to, so as I was listening to that, I had to then ask myself the question, why ClickUp? Because she didn't really explain why ClickUp over everything else. It seemed to be a preference of hers. Now, just because it was a preference of hers does not mean that that is a system that everybody else should use. I'm going to say that again. Just because that was a preference of hers does not mean that it's a system that everybody else should use, because there are other systems out there. And one of the things that I've had to learn as a business owner, whenever somebody is giving me a should, whenever somebody is telling me the things that I should do in my business, is that I need to pass it through my own filter, which I'm going to share it with you. So I have to ask myself, first of all, why is this particular thing being recommended? Because too many times, coaches, marketers, people will tell you the things that you should be doing, but they don't tell you why it is that you should be doing it. 
I've said this before when I started my business and I was learning all about how to attract clients I attended lots of training and I purchased lots of courses and during those trainings those courses the instructor would always say that you know you you should you should give your ideal clients a name and one of the reasons why they said that you should give your ideal clients a name is that because it helps to make it real that doesn't work for me So whilst that's something that works for them, that doesn't work for me. It does not help me to give my ideal client a specific name because my ideal client is made up of a collection of different people. So giving my ideal client a name doesn't help me. The other thing that I was told or taught is that in terms of my ideal clients, I need to know all of these different things about them, one of which was where do they go on holiday? Why do I need to know that? As a business coach, why do I need to know where my client goes on holiday? That information is not relevant to me. And so a lot of the times when I started out in my business, there were all of these things that people were telling me that I should do, but they weren't explaining why I should do it, why it was relevant to me. So I had to create my own process to understand what to listen to and what to kind of ignore. So to pass it through the filter is, do you understand why this is being recommended? So if somebody is saying to you, you need to use a particular platform, you must use this this particular platform over everything else. Do you understand why it is being recommended? The second thing is, is that if you understand why it's being recommended, the question to ask yourself is, does that recommendation apply to you? And what I mean by that is, is that sometimes people will say things that you should do in your business. So like I could do a video or I could do a podcast episode and I could say, as a new business owner, you should get really clear on who your ideal client is. But then if you are a business owner, that's a really bad example, actually, because that's probably one of the shoulds that you should know in your business. And the reason that I'm going to say that is because if you don't know who your ideal client is, you can't create products and services because you don't know who you're creating for. If you don't know who your ideal client is, it's difficult for you to create content that's going to attract the ideal client because you don't know who you're speaking to. If you don't know who your ideal client is, you can't create a website because you don't know what to put on that website to attract the ideal client. So that's one of the shoulds. And I'm explaining why, in my opinion, it is a should. But let's say, for example, one of the shoulds that somebody says is that you should record videos as a business owner. And maybe you've passed it through the filter and the filter, the filter for why is because video is the most used method for helping you to build a connection with your audience. And then the second thing that you have to ask yourself is, does this apply to me? So, for example, I have a friend who has never shown her face. She has never shown her face in her business. Nobody has seen her picture. Nobody has seen a video of her. And if she were to listen to what marketers and coaches were saying, the people who were saying that you should do video, if she were to listen to that, she might stress herself out thinking, oh my gosh, I've absolutely got to do video. I don't want to do video. I don't want to show my face. So when she passes it through the filter of does this apply to me, the answer to the question is, well, no, because there are other ways that I can build a connection with my audience. I can build a connection with my audience by only showing my face when I'm doing in-person events, for example. I can build a connection with my audience by doing things like audio or podcasts or going in clubhouse or doing something like that. So by asking yourself the question, first of all, why is this being recommended and does it apply to me? It helps you to make sense of things and it helps you to understand, oh, actually, should I be following this? Another, Another example of the question, does it apply to me, is this. 
So I was watching a reel on Instagram and it was a copywriter. And one of the things that this copywriter was saying is that if you are a service based business owner, if you are if you if your job is to help other people to be able to if what you're doing helps people to make money, you should not be charging other people for your services until you have made somebody money. So if you are a marketer, you should not be, in this person's opinion, you should not be charging for your services as a marketer unless you have already made somebody else money. That now that doesn't apply to new business owners. So if you're passing that through the filter of does that apply to me, that doesn't apply to new business owners, because as a new business owner, if you've just started your business, then you're not going to have helped anybody to make any money because you've just started in your business. And in order to be able to get your business off the ground, you have to work with people, you have to help people. So by that rationale, what that means is that you shouldn't be charging people. So you should do work for free until it is that you've made money for people. Well, that doesn't apply to new business owners, in my opinion, because the only way that you develop your skills is by doing. And if you're if you're spending time and effort helping somebody with something, you should be paid for that. You may not charge them the full price. You may charge them a reduced price, an introductory price, but you can still charge somebody for the work that you are doing for them. Now, if you're a new business owner and you were listening to that and somebody is saying you shouldn't be doing this unless you've made money for somebody, you're going to be thinking, well, there's no point in me doing anything in my business then because I haven't made anybody any money yet so I can't charge anybody else so this is why I think it's so important for you to be able to trust your instincts because there are so many different people telling you all of these things that you should be doing in your business but actually not all of it applies to you and if you don't understand as well why it's being recommended then how can you implement it? The other thing that's going to help you to learn how to trust your instincts is to ask yourself the question, the person who is recommending this, so if it's a one-to-one recommendation, does the person know me well enough to be able to give me this guidance? So if I'm doing a live on Instagram, I have like a Q&A section as well. So I will be answering questions. So somebody could ask me a question and I could give an answer. Now, Yes, I'm going to ask that person questions about their business to be able to understand them a little bit, but I'm not going to be able to understand them 100% because I've only got a limited amount of time to ask them questions. So whenever I'm giving them guidance, that person then has to say to themselves, does this person know me and understand my business enough to give me this guidance? When I'm working one-on-one with my clients, I know their businesses. I understand their businesses. So when I'm giving recommendations to my clients, they can trust those recommendations because I understand them and I understand their businesses. I'll give you an example of this. So I was in a mentoring group and the mentor, and I think there were about, there were maybe about 20 people in this mentoring group. And as part of this mentoring group, you could ask questions. And one of the, so I, I asked a question about something, which at the time was about uh, marketing. It was a question about marketing. And the, and, and the mentor, when they gave me advice, didn't know me at all. So even though I was part of their mentoring group, there was no kind of onboarding for them to get to know individual members of the group to understand what their business was, to understand what their background was, to understand what steps they've taken in their business so far. So whenever this mentor was giving guidance, it wasn't guidance that was based on knowledge of me or my business. So this person gave me some guidance in my business. And what she was saying is, no, 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 ditch business coaching. Because you used to be a lawyer, focus 
focus on career coaching instead and focus on helping people to become lawyers. This person didn't know anything about me. This person didn't know me at all. So when I am processing that information and I'm deciding on whether to take that advice or not, I have to ask myself, does this person know anything about me and my business? And the answer is no. So how can I take advice from somebody who is telling me to do something in my business when they don't know or understand my business? And a lot of the time is when you're listening to YouTube videos, whatever, whatever video it is, when you're getting guidance, when people are giving you guidance, it's typically generic guidance that may apply to one person, but may not apply to another person. But if you start to put it through this filter of why is this being recommended to me? Do I understand why this is being recommended to me? Does this apply to me because of where it is that I am in my business and what it is that I do? And does this person know and understand my business? That helps you to decide whether you are going to take on board that advice or that recommendation that that person has issued. That's going to help you to trust your instincts. So I'm going to go through those again. The first thing to do is when somebody is giving you some advice or when somebody is telling you there is something that you should do in your business, the question to ask is, why are they saying that I should do this? Do I understand why they are saying I should do this? And I gave the example earlier where I said that one of the, one of the few shoulds that I would say in my business is that you should know your ideal client and I explained why that was so the first thing to ask yourself is do I understand why this advice is being given the second question to ask yourself is well does this apply to me does this apply to me because based on the particular business that I have in the stage of business that I am in and I gave the example earlier about somebody who was saying that you should, for example, use a particular platform, but actually they don't know me. They don't know my learning style. They don't know the things that I like to do. They don't know how I enjoy looking at things. So actually, it probably doesn't apply to me. And then the third thing is, is that does this person know and understand my business? So if somebody is telling you that there is something that you should be doing in your business, then to ask yourself the question of whether it applies to you, you need to ask yourself, does this person know and understand my business? So if somebody is doing, you know, creating a video and they say, you know, these are the things that you should be doing, do they know and understand my business? And one of the ways that you'll know that is because they may say something like, if you are a new business owner, then you may be feeling a little bit frustrated at the moment because of the fact that you've got all of these ideas in your head and you don't know where to start. You may be feel, feeling a little bit Again, frustrated still because you don't you're not you don't have any clients, you're not making any money, you're not making any sales in your business. So that's kind of how it is that you can know if somebody understands you and your business, because you can listen to the things that they say and you can ask yourself, does this sound like me? Does this sound like the person that they are describing? Because there have been times like I I'm going to I'm going to tell you this. So I was in I was watching a training the other day, which was all about dating because I'm trying to get myself back in the dating game. And the coach was describing the type of woman that she works with and she was describing the and she was describing the characteristics of them and as she was describing these characteristics i was like that that's not me that doesn't apply to me now that doesn't mean i can't take on board the guidance but i'm taking it with a pinch of salt because the type of person that she's talking about doesn't apply to me so again, you have to listen to what it is that they are saying, listen to the type of people that they work with, and then ask yourself, do they know and understand my business? That's going to then help you whether to help you to decide 
how much of their guidance to take on board. If you're working with somebody one-to-one, obviously that's different. But I'm talking about in a situation where you are listening to somebody on Instagram, on a podcast, on any other type of platform at all. Because like I said, lately I have been seeing so many people talking about the things that you should be doing. And I, in my opinion, I think it can be damaging because people can try to break their necks trying to do something that somebody is saying that they should do, but actually it doesn't apply to them and their business. So I hope that that's helped you to understand the things that you can do to trust your instincts as a new business owner. Until next time, happy goal getting. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review.